Welcome to Two Minutes in Trade, where we interpret the latest trade news to help you understand the impact on your business. For a comprehensive background on the issues discussed today, please visit strtrade.com. This is Monday, the fifth day of February, 2024. I'm Andrea Jeglum, associate with the law firm of Sandler, Travis, and Rosenberg, PA. Today, I wanted to ask you to consider whether you are using Incoterms as effectively as possible in your negotiations and contracts with your suppliers and customers. You have probably already heard of Incoterms, such as FOB or CIF, and most likely use a couple of terms already. Incoterms are terms that specify the obligations of a buyer and a seller in a transaction, helping to alleviate differences in national interpretations of these commercial terms. As internationally agreed upon, they are intended to simplify your transactions and can make your life easier. They might also save money and frustration by only performing and paying for the obligations required. What obligations are required by Incoterms? Incoterms address the loss of goods, insurance, export clearance, such as licensing, duties, export filing, and liability for those activities, freight, who arranges and pays for each leg of the transportation, and import clearance, licensing, duties, taxes, brokerage fees, and liability for those activities. The most recent Incoterms version is Incoterms 2020, and it includes 11 different terms usually referred to by the groupings of E, F, C, and D. You don't need to become an expert in all 11 terms, as you likely only need to use two or three routinely in your business. To begin, I would recommend you review FCA, a C term such as CPT, and a D term like DPU or DDP. These terms are omnimodal and can be used with any mode of transport. Incoterms are created by the International Chamber of Commerce in Paris and are published in 29 languages. Americans can use them for domestic transactions as well, in addition to the terms found in the Uniform Commercial Code, Article 2. The ICC publishes materials on the terms, and these are available on the ICC website. To use Incoterms properly, you must add them to a legally binding document, such as a contract, and you need to cite them correctly using the correct three-letter abbreviation, include the named port or named place, cite to the version of Incoterms referenced, such as 2020, and include the R with a circle to note that the Incoterms are a registered trademark. As helpful as Incoterms can be, they do not convey title or address warranties, breach of contract, and remedies. Your choice of Incoterm can also impact your decisions on insurance, revenue recognition, and may have a tax implication. To conclude, to review your current usage of Incoterms, begin by spotting them in your documents, considering whether the parties are performing according to the term, and update your responsibilities or the agreement as necessary. With professionals in nine offices, Sandler, Travis & Rosenberg is the largest international trade, customs, and export law firm in the world. This is for informational purposes only and is not legal advice. The hiring of an attorney is an important decision that should not be based solely upon advertisements. Ask us to send you free written information about our qualifications and experience. Email us at messages at strtrade.com.